0: Hello and welcome to Homegrown Daisy, the podcast where we dive into significant moments in our guests' lives and the jewellery that carry them through it. Each week we'll be chatting to a different face and voice, some that you might recognise, some that might be new to you. They'll also be curating their own shoppable Daisy edit, which you'll be able to get your hands on with an exclusive discount which is revealed at the end of each episode, so stay tuned. Now let's see whose jewellery collection we're diving into next. Okay, hello and welcome to Homegrown Daisy, the podcast where we dive into significant moments in our guest lives and the jewellery that carried them through it. Today I have podcaster, writer, MQ Ambassador, Daisy London lover, Gemma Styles. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming. Finally, we spoke about this actually. When did we when did we meet? It was back in the summer.
1: Yeah, it must have. been I feel like this year's gone so quickly, like more than any other. Don't. I actually just feel like the older I get, I'm like, oh, isn't this year fast, and it just keeps on speeding up. I know.
0: Do you remember like our parents used to say that? It's going so fast. You're like, mom, shut up. But it genuinely does. I can't believe we're in November and we're yeah. actually in Christmas. Oh God, don't I can't. It's too soon. Too it, soon. It really is. My my daughter literally this morning said, "When are we gonna have our Christmas decorations up?" No. Not. yet Not yet.
1: We never Back did ours particularly early because my birthday is not till the third of December. Ah, oh, you're a December. So we just never put Christmas decorations up until after birthday. my birthday.
0: So I'm like, no, I've got time. It's fine. It's all good. So what star sign does that make you? Sagittarius. Okay. What what's the Sagittarius trait? Well, I
1: I never feel like I connect with it that much to be honest, because it's very meant to be about like loving travel, hates being pinned down quite sort of fiery and I'm like I don't really feel like that's Mm. very me like I like stability Mm -hmm. but I don't know if that's just because I'm a very anxious Sagittarius I think it kind (laughs) of takes over a little bit really I was talking to someone about this last year because I don't really know a lot about that kind of thing to be Mm. honest like about star signs very much um but I was talking to someone on another podcast who's really into it and she was actually saying she was like I bet you're what was it she was like, what's your what's your moon sign? And I yeah. was like, I oh, oh, don't know. She was like, go away and look it up. And I bet you're a water sign. I would, I would bet money on it. And you are? And yeah, I'm a Cancer moon. So very watery insides. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which makes a lot more sense, That actually. makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Well, we're not here to talk about Zodiacs. We're here to talk about jewellery. <laughs> but I'm always interested about Zodiac star signs because I actually was never into it until I had kids. Mm. And I Googled how to deal with a Scorpio toddler because she's mental. <laughs> and did it help? Yeah, it gave me loads of advice. Oh, well, great. And now I'm quite interested in it. Um, but Gemma, I've asked you to bring in your significant piece of jewellery. So we're going to dive into those later. Mm-hmm. And also at the end of this episode, we're going to reveal a discount code where people can get 20% off an edit that you're going to choose. So stay tuned. You don't have to choose while we're doing this. Okay, good. It. Yes. But I think you've probably already got a couple of pieces because I know you've got a couple of pieces of Daisy. So i will make sure they're in the edit. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, fine. So I know you've been a fan of Daisy for a while because you have the SD the blonde T-Bar necklace. I do. And I remember the team and I, we were looking, we're like, Gemma's wearing our necklace. How has Gemma Stiles got our necklace? This is amazing. And we're trying to figure it out. How did you, because we didn't gift it to you, did you? I think it was a gift from, some. someone bought you that gift, didn't they?
1: Yeah, I remember when we've ended up talking about this before and I honestly couldn't remember because I've had it for, well, I felt like I'd had it for a really long time mm-hmm. but actually we were talking weren't me we, about I think the maximum I could have had it was, was it was it four years four ago years, I think yeah. so but I think I've had it that long that's so cool um and I think it might have been a stylist on a sheet mm. or something i sort of put it on me and then mm. I was like oh this is really nice and then she was like just keep it take it home which was lovely
0: which and you literally wear it most days
1: yeah, I do I wear it all the time? Which uh, typically I haven't got it on today because I was concentrating so much on like <laughs> stacking as many significant pieces of jewelry on me. I was jangling as I as I walked through the house, which I thought was probably not ideal for a podcast sound Fine. It's nice. But yeah, it's it's such a great layering piece, and it was sort of it's a really good layering shape. I feel like because yeah. there's a lot of um, round pendants, like, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of rounder kind of necklaces that I wear so having something that's the
0: that's, line and yeah. kind of like
1: a, a bit chunky a bit more square I quite like to break it up
0: with it really is it's a vintage classic t-bar mm-hmm. um now so let's start by talking about your podcast you're on my podcast thank you very much let's talk about your podcast good influence which you've just finished or the, the last Episode in series three yeah, has just gone out, right? Yeah,
1: series three is all out now. So, yeah, that's what must that be all altogether. We've, I think we've done three seasons of 12 now. So it's ended Amazing. up actually being, yeah, but we've got quite a nice bank of episodes now, which it's quite nice to actually go back over. Because mm. I think it was, I actually don't know which date this is going out, but in, in real life terms of me today, I think <laughs> it was um, last week. I realized it had been two years since the first episode amazing what p- has gone out so yeah that time has gone really quickly what it made was... you
0: did de- what made you decide to start the podcast
1: i mean i started it in lockdown like so many podcasts mm. um and i think it's partly just kind of another way to connect with people at that mm. time because i think by did it launch by november of that year obviously we spent sort of the best part of the year Mm. inside seeing very Mm. few people so i think there really was quite an instinct that a lot of people had to find new ways to connect with people Mm. but it was also a bit of a reaction to conversations on social media in general Mm. one because there were a lot of important things that needed talking about and i felt like there was an appetite people wanted to talk about Mm. but also because An Instagram comment section, for example, like isn't always the best place to facilitate the kind of longer conversations. Mm. And it was quite important to me from the beginning. So Mm. as part of each podcast episode, I'll put out on on social media beforehand to say which guest I've got coming up to record with so people can send in their questions for the guest as well. Mm. Which I really like doing because I think it's partly just a really good way. Like I've had some great experts in different subjects on different episodes and and just really interesting people Mm. and i think it's a good opportunity to kind of directly ask questions of people where you wouldn't be able to all the time maybe that's because you know social media is really busy and really loud and you might just not rise above the noise of it Mm. and partly i like doing that just because obviously as much as i'm trying to cover a lot of different perspectives I'm the one asking the majority of the questions mm. and I'm asking those questions from my perspective and my lived sure. experience, which is obviously of, of one mm. person mm. who has a lot of privileges. And, you know, it's it's nice to be able to bring in different questions. And sometimes, yeah, I definitely read those emails and messages people send in. And I'm like, oh, I would not have thought to ask that. And that's a great
0: question. And does that then dictate the theme for the podcast for for each episode? The questions that come in from the audience? Or do you kind of already have, knowing the guests that's coming on, do you kind of already have the topic and theme?
1: I've usually got a good idea of what we're going to be talking about Mm. because so kind of the idea of the podcast good influence is having guests on who are a good influence Mm -hmm. which is also a bit of a play on the whole like influencer culture Mm -hmm. kind of thing as in you know like use it for something good um so yeah i've usually got an idea what we're going to talk about but as well as people sending in their questions to be asked directly if i'm getting loads of questions on a very similar topic like mm. i know that that is something people are really interested to hear about so i can build a kind of longer sure, section yeah. of that into the main sort of bulk of the chat of the podcast to make sure that it is going to be covering what people want to
0: know about so talking about the conversations that you have have there been i'm and i'm actually sure there's probably been loads any kind of standout moments or conversations that you've had that you've just gone Whoa! When someone, one of your guests, has said something,
1: there've definitely been several. I'm mm. trying to think of recent ones. So one from season three um, had a guest on called Marie Beecham, mm-hmm. and she she works a lot in the social justice space and kind of racial equality and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of those topics. But also in the past, I'd I'd say maybe a year or so, I think I saw a really interesting shift in her content. And she talks quite a lot about the idea of echo chambers, which we did did the episode on in the end, but also just how we're relating to each other, mm. maybe particularly online. And if we're kind of doing that in the best way to actually impart the most knowledge to people and mm-hmm. kind of not to not to build up more barriers, but to, encourage people to have conversations mm. and also to have difficult conversations rather than maybe going straight to kind of, well, this, you know, this is a toxic environment or this is a toxic person mm. or I can't talk about this because it's not not good for me mentally. Mm-hmm. Which of course there is a place for because mm. there are extremes of that where it's it's not it's not safe or good or necessarily worth your time. Mm. But she has a really interesting sp- perspective on yeah making sure we don't get too sort of entrenched in our own echo chambers and she makes really interesting points about she would kind of to try and get out of that one of the things that she started doing was reading books by people that she thought she would really disagree with and not and not really connect with any of their points Mm -hmm. and yeah just sort of how that journey took her, which I found really interesting because I think it was also quite a different perspective than Mm. a lot of things that I was reading online personally like when I sort of could see her going through that sort of journey in her content mm-hmm. was when I reached out to her and I was like would you
0: want to talk mm. about this because it does it is I thought it was a really interesting perspective so I enjoyed that one a lot amazing you've had some amazing guests who was I I was looking at some of your trailers Blair you had was that your your most recent one yes
1: Blair. yeah it was Blair Imani or she I think She just recently got married. Married, I think she
0: might be Blair Imani Ali now. So I saw on the trailer Mm -hmm. for Blair's episode and and she was talking about um, don't just share something, click through and actually read, read, read the article. Mm -hmm. And furthermore, click through and read about who wrote that article and why they might have written that article and where their opinions might come from. I just thought that was really interesting. It's kind of so obvious, but I guess that's a really big part of your podcast is like, going further and not just being too loud in a noisy space or getting wrapped up in the in the noise I suppose
1: yeah I mean I hope so I hope that's what we can try and do a bit with the podcast because I mean that is the thing it's just there's so much information and so many different topics that we feel like we should be learning about all Mm. the time and it can be quite overwhelming which again is another reason that I wanted to start the podcast and kind of give people somewhere accessible to start where because yeah. you know i just i don't assume that people listening are already experts in the topics yeah. that we're talking about because if nobody's presented it to you in a way that makes sense to you maybe or ha- or from that kind of accessible level mm. then then you might not do mm. and no judgment from me like we all have to learn things before we know them
0: yeah for sure um,
1: but yeah blair's episode is about online learning mm. so she most people i think would probably know her from her video series, Smarter in Seconds. Mm-hmm. where And she does such an amazing job of that kind of bite sized mm-hmm. very engaging, like often quite humorous sort mm-hmm. of education online. But yeah, there's there's so much that then goes into it and she's also trying to teach people about, you know, critical thinking and media literacy and like mm-hmm. things that when, especially the generations now that are growing up on social media, they don't know any different and probably have mm-hmm. had social media from the age of, well, at least thirteen, but like, let's be honest, sometimes it's before, even if it's yeah. not supposed to be um but yeah, I mean me showing my age, but I was from I was just about social to media say. literally came in when I was I th- I think I think normal people who weren't from like a particular university were allowed to get on Facebook when I was like sixteen, okay, so like for most of high school for me, like there just wasn't any social media, so I yeah. can very much remember it both ways, which I think now. Obviously anyone who's even slightly younger than me, that's just not the case. And I,
0: I just find that quite quite baffling. <laughs> I sound like such a nana. <laughs> I am. Um, I remember I was at university, mm. yeah, when Facebook was a thing. But before that I've, don't don't forget my space. Oh well of with course. Tom being one of your one of eight friends that you had to have. Do you remember that? Yes,
1: I do very much. I think that's that's the only <laughs> reason I know any kind of like vague html coding that i have got in the back like recesses of my brain now was trying to trying to make my page a cool color on myspace
0: definitely and what what song you're gonna have it's like this is my moment to tell everyone who i am in this digital space exactly who i want yeah the the friends i choose to show are my cool friends Mm -hmm. the song i have god i forgot i can't find your myspace anymore mine doesn't exist my, oh, I've not
1: even looked for mine to be... I think I did several years ago and couldn't find it, to be fair. I don't know if it exists in quite the same
0: way anymore. No, it does. Because I, I, I used to have a music... I used to sing a lot and I used to have a music MySpace and it's oh, gone. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I know. It is sad. Mine um, would just be, you know, pictures of me
1: with a large fringe wearing lots of emo belts like at this. that kind of stage, to be honest, yeah. From that angle.
0: <laughs> Was that your vibe? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, very much.
0: <laughs> okay, so actually, let's bring it back to the jewellery. What kind of jewellery were you wearing in that? Is that a cringe moment, thinking back... I am honestly not even
1: embarrassed by it. I just wore lots of things with studs on and really loved it. Would still wear now. Yeah. To be honest. What yeah. kind of jewelry are you talking there? Silver. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Lots of it? E... Yeah. Probably, probably medium amounts. I can of imagine it. a few bangles were shaking around. You oh, do you
1: know, I've never really been a bangle person, really? but most I've got, I mean, I don't think I've got particularly small hands, but I've got oddly collapsible hands. Okay. So bangles just kind of (laughs) fall off me quite a lot so yeah i'm not not always a massive bracelet person but yeah rings and necklaces have always been my jam amazing i've had my ears pierced since i was about about nine or ten years old i think and i'd begged for so long for them and then i wore earrings for probably a couple of years and only started wearing earrings again maybe three or four years ago I just I just didn't use the holes in my ears for kind of 15 years or so which was probably quite annoying (laughs) my mum being like you begged for this and now you've got holes in you for no reason
0: yeah are you wearing earrings today under those headphones
1: yes I am I've got um, gold hoops I think yeah I've got these little nice little huggy things on at the minute which my auntie and uncle got me for my birthday a couple of years ago
0: good everyday Mm -hmm. good everyday pair um Okay, talk to me about your career then. So before your podcast, mm-hmm. which launched around lockdown, yeah. in lockdown, uh, what were you doing before? It's writing is, is your, was your main jam before yes. that. Yes,
1: yeah. So I mean, it's I feel like I've definitely got one of those like squiggly line kind of quite okay. modern, very, I mean, to use the Emma Gannon term, very mm-hmm. like multi-hyphenate kind of Ooh. careers mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, but yeah, I definitely started more in writing and then kind of just as, social media became more of a thing Mm. i've ended up working more in that space Mm. kind of by accident Mm. but also obviously more recently on purpose Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so yeah it's been i feel like i've been really lucky to do a lot of different things actually like when i first moved to london and i'd finished uni i was doing operations for a charity Mm -hmm. for a couple of years and then yeah i ended up moving more into, I was writing a column on the side and then as social media stuff took off more, I started working in that and left my, quote unquote, proper job. And now I just always, yeah, just feel really lucky that I get to do really fun projects, but also I'm always trying to make something meaningful as part of them at the same time. So yeah, lucky, but also not taking it for granted, trying to do something good with it.
0: And one of your other projects is your sunglasses. Yes, which I love. Which we all love, and we did a little Thank competition you. back in the summer. That was our most successful competition, actually. Was it? Yeah, oh, that's exciting. It was really good. Don't I mean, think I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love all the sunglasses. I'm always drawn to the orange ones. Maybe that's why I'm wearing an orange shirt today.
1: I there love all the orange ones you've got. Always love a good uh, a good color combo.
0: How did uh, how did that all come about?
1: So it kind of came about through kind of a personal relationship i'd built up with um uh, my friend marissa who works for uh kenmark Mark yeah. which is the company mm-hmm. who i work with uh to make the sunglasses um and we'd got to know each other over sort of probably two or three years or so and she would send me sunglasses um you know how these things work with the old the old pr world yeah um <laughs> but i wear a lot of sunglasses and i kind of i feel the same way about them as I kind of do about jewellery, to be honest, Who like I've usually got sunglasses on me, whether it's sunny or not. Uh, like
0: I, like today. I mean, yeah, now I've them. had
1: to put them on the table now because I had to put headphones on, but even, you know, <laughs> I walked out the house in the fog and still had a pair of sunglasses on my head because I just feel a bit-
0: That's so funny. It's like
1: having rings on for me. I just feel a bit yeah. naked without them.
0: Yeah. That's so, yeah. so funny. Yeah, because we talk a lot about jewellery being like our armour and like earrings for my mum is something. Mm. She doesn't wear any makeup or anything like that. She's not particularly into fashion, but she got her ears pierced, I think, when she was about 37. And since then, she can't leave the house without earrings. That's her kind of thing. Yeah. So sunglasses is your thing. Yeah, it
1: probably is, Yeah. You know? I mean, I'd, yeah, I do feel like they are. I think it's partly maybe an anxiety thing. I mean, honestly, I feel like at this point I managed to bring anything back around to like well why does my brain do that because I just I always find it really interesting mm-hmm. but yeah I think being able to put sunglasses on does just sometimes feel like you've got a bit of a bit of a lens I, between you yeah, and things and yes. you just hide a little a bit, bit of a barrier yeah which I quite yeah, I like see that but I also like wearing rings for that purpose at the mm-hmm. same time in particular because I am a very kind of like nervous hand fidgeter and also I have ADHD. I now know, so yeah, I'm I'm super fidgety, and now I'm kind of like, oh, okay, that can't—that kind of makes a bit more sense. Right. But I find rings really useful for that because I can just be playing with them all the time, and necklaces. To be fair, just yeah, I really enjoy jewelry for that sort of sensory element of it, and it's like they get warm when they're on your hands, and it's just they do feel like they kind of become a bit of a part of you
0: yeah i i play with, yeah i play with my rings all the time mm. yeah and when i'm thinking i'm sort of staring out the window like mm. yeah it's 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 part it's part of the process part of the daily process yeah
1: which i always have to try and remember not to do when i'm recording a podcast because i end up sitting there <laughs> clattering and like my producer will be like can you just stop like playing with that because you're making a noise yeah. <laughs> so i'm trying not to do that today but also it's a jewelry podcast so there you go a bit of asmr in yeah, the yeah, microphone exactly. of
0: <laughs> Before we dive into your pieces, Mm -hmm. why do you think jewellery is so important to people?
1: Um, I mean, I think it's just another really great form of self-expression, to be honest. And I think in a slightly different way from clothes, because, you know, at least for most people, you end up wearing a lot more sort of a variety of clothing, like through the week and through the seasons Mm. and through the years, whereas jewellery is something that's quite constant if you want it to be and I think it can make you feel like you've got something that's quite a classic sort of staple of you and makes Mm. you feel like you know what your style is Mm. and there's also I think it's one of those things it's it's very easy for it to be kind of like passed on and it's Mm. I think a lot of people have their sort of family heirlooms that are jewelry and it's quite often pieces that have got like sentimental reasons behind them. And I think that's really nice as well. And again, it's, and yeah, jewelry can just stay with you for longer. I think it can Mm. stay in families for longer. You know, if you change what size jeans you're wearing, you can probably still wear the same necklace. So it's all just, it just carries on with you through life.
0: Yeah, unless, you are like me. When I was pregnant, I ballooned up like the natty professor so I couldn't fit. I couldn't even wear necklaces. So I was like, get it off me. I was too claustrophobic. Oh God. yeah, that
1: is annoying. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I feel like that's um that would be the thing. Like I've had uh, like quite a few of my friends have been pregnant over the last couple of years, and it gets to that point where it's like, oh, do I take my rings off <laughs> now or risk having to cut them off in a week yeah. if I leave it
0: any longer? It's a telltale sign if you see people wearing their rings on the on, on the, the chain. The yeah. 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 Um, okay, let's dive into your significant pieces. Now I've had guests who go here, there, and everywhere. I've had guests that start at the beginning, like the earliest piece they can remember. Where? How do you want to do it? What's your vibe? Oh, I don't
1: know. Um, I mean, I guess I can choose the oldest piece. Yeah. Um, is the ring that we have in this box just for the benefit of the tape? It's in a box, mm. um, which is a ring that was my great grandma's. Um, so I mean I actually don't know precisely how old it is but mm-hmm. it's it's a good couple of generations yeah. over and above me um, which yeah I got uh, when my grandma passed away mm-hmm. and I'd gone with my dad and we were kind of like sorting things out in her mm-hmm. house which was it's a sad thing but mm. most people will end up kind of going through it eventually and it ends up being quite a nice kind of walk down memory mm-hmm, lane at the same definitely. time but managed to find those kind of like heirloom pieces that make you feel quite connected Mm -hmm. i also have which i actually i don't have on today because it it isn't working i need to need to figure it out still but i have my nan's vintage casio watch which i I always end up wearing Like casio i've got a gold one on but i've had a silver one that i wore for years and it was a a really similar one that she'd had for donkeys so much so that I am struggling to find someone who still makes a battery that will fit it. That's no my, that's really. my um, yeah, that's a bit of a bit of a crusade at the moment. Mm. Talking about, you know, the sentimentality of things mm. and things, you know, passing through families as heirlooms, that is kind so of fine. Let me see.
0: So it's got, I'm guessing that's the diamond in the middle, maybe sapphires on
1: the edge? I, I actually think? don't know. I could maybe guess, but yeah, it's white in the centre and blue around the outside. And it's that's gorgeous. that's as much as I know about it. A in, in, all. A very classic setting. Yeah, I feel like it's a bit um it's a little bit kind of a Kate Milton's engagement ring as well my or so. I can't remember. I can't yeah, remember whichever um, the kind of blue and yeah. blue and white stones. Gorgeous. So it yeah, obviously uh, makes me feel fancy like a
0: princess. And how is that kind of a go-to piece or Is that just like a special occasion piece?
1: I feel like I wear it less often. Yeah. I do I do wear it and I have I have another one as well that was my great grandma's which is a very different um very different style. It's kind of, it's a silver quite sort of art deco kind Mm. of style which i love Mm. um so yeah i do i wear them both quite often but Mm -hmm. i feel like i do end up having to mix rings in and out of rotation because i do have so many that i really love and i end up not having enough fingers for them or they all you know <laughs> i feel like that's that's the annoying thing when you end up having rings that will only fit on one particular finger because they're the right size so you ha- yeah you have to make choices at some point definitely what should we go for next okay well let's stay on rings Stay on the rings you've got lots of them yeah i've got lots on always um this eye ring mm-hmm. that i wear all the time which i feel like i don't know there's no like significant story behind it really other than the fact that i just feel like a real connection to it Mm. and i think it's also one of those that because i wear it all the time i think it's it's quite recognizably mine now Mm. which i really enjoy um
0: it's your armor it's again like i think that's really interesting that it is one of the pieces that you just gravitate to every single day
1: yeah and i couldn't even tell you specifically why do you remember
0: where you were when you bought it?
1: So I remember I got it from um, a jewelry brand that's based in Manchester, which I also quite like, cause that's, you know, the part of the country that mm-hmm. I'm from, um, so I feel like it's a nice, mm. nice kind of little Northern connection at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, but yeah, it's just become one of those things that, yeah, I just wear it every day. If I haven't got it on, and that one specifically, even if I've got less rings on, like if I'm gonna put one on, it's that one. Really? Yeah, which nice. I feel like is always quite a fun, um, a fun marker of like how much something means to you definitely
0: and there's another huge marker of a ring on your finger as well
1: yes this is Claude 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 is a snail
0: Claude so Gemma is wearing a silver quite large snail ring um on her ring finger and I love it so who is this on your finger this is Claude uh Claude is a snail who is obviously French and therefore named Claude. Um, and there's not, oh, I mean, the French there's not. A snail.
1: Yeah. And he just clicked. He's a little girl on my finger. Um, which, yeah, I mean, there's not, there's not like a long or complicated story behind Claude, but he, um, my boyfriend got him for me and we named him Claude collectively. <laughs> and I just, he's quite, um, he's definitely one of those where I sit and mess with him yeah. all the time. His little, are they got that? They're not actually called antenna on a snail, probably, are they? But his little eye stalks, whatever yeah. you want to call them, are really good, uh, really good little fiddly pieces. So. Nice. But I do have to be quite careful if I'm, yeah. you know, I'm a big knitwear lover as well. So if I'm already wearing Claude and go oh, to put a jumper he's gonna on, love catching carnage. On. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to be quite careful in that respect. I love him. He's good, isn't he? He's got his little leaves and his little flowers. Yeah. He's a good guy.
0: Okay, so that's Claude. So we've done three rings. Should we move on to a necklace? Yes, why not? And you've told me about this necklace before. So for the listeners out there, we've got a necklace on a beautiful chain and a gold disc. And it's got some engraving, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, so this one is, I mean, this is a necklace that's definitely on my kind of like daily rotation Mm -hmm. of things. If I'm going to be wearing one necklace, it's probably this one. Um, But yeah, it's kind of like a hammered gold kind of kind of wonky like mm-hmm. nice disc sort of shape but yeah it's got um good influence engraved on the back which is the name of the podcast Take it mm-hmm. nice and backed there but mm-hmm. um some of my best friends got that for me for my 30th birthday which was about a month or so after i launched the podcast Amazing. So, so yeah it was quite um quite early in the lifetime of good influence the podcast but yeah i love love that necklace i that like how it's kind of
0: your one of your go-to pieces every day Mm. do you, do you find yourself just like yeah playing with it yeah, yeah i really do yeah that is one of the ones i think especially because it's got that kind of organic feel.
1: hammered sort mm. of surface to it it's mm. not really flat so it is it's a nice one to play with mm-hmm. but again it's kind of like how i was talking about with the tea bar it's it's i mean it's quite round but it's also got that like little bit of unusual sort of texture and shape Mm. to it so it's a bit of something different to kind Mm. of put in a stack Mm -hmm. yeah if i'm wearing one necklace on its own it's this one but if i'm wearing a stack it's usually in there
0: actually i saw you wearing him with the pearl necklace from yes, Daisy, yes, from the I did. Chain. Yeah, I wore
1: that one the other day yeah. with another pearl necklace as well. And again, mm-hmm. that was like it was really nice to tie into like mm-hmm. it was like a string of pearls, but then having one with the gold and it all ties in nicely. Mm, nice. I do love crafting a stack, yeah,
0: it's good fun. <laughs> well, should we stick with the neck? What have you got? What other piece have you got around your neck? Yes, let's,
1: yeah, the other necklace that I've got on. Um, we, actually, did I also? Yeah, I think this was also for my 30th birthday. I feel
0: like I've got, yeah, I do, a lot of the pieces that I end up wearing all the time are quite sort of like significant ones. Well, jewellery is a good, it's a good go-to gift for those significant birthdays, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it really is. Um, So yeah, this one was from my Mm mum, which is, and I mean, obviously I love it because it's from my mum anyway, Mm -hmm. but I particularly like, it was a recycled gold and it's got a lab-grown diamond Diamond on it which i really like because i feel like it's one of those things where i end up talking about sustainability a lot now like both through work and just in life Mm because i'm personally interested Mm -hmm. but it's one of those things where i feel like people think sustainability is all people kind of shouting about you should do this and you should do that but actually i think one of the nicest and kind of most organic ways that you end up sort of spreading those messages kind Mm. of accidentally on purpose is just by talking about it and things mm-hmm. that you find interesting and things that you personally have done or have found really valuable. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was obviously my mum had specifically found something that
0: she felt like that's kind of really aligned nice. with who I am as a person. Yeah. So I think that's, that was like a really a nice part to it as well. And again for the listeners Gemma's wearing a teeny tiny diamond and I love how the chain is quite short. So whatever neckline you're wearing you just get this tiny little glint.
1: Yeah, and it kind of
0: sits like right in that little, Mm. whatever that little denty
1: bit's called in the middle of your neck. It feels like it kind of like, yeah, nestles in quite nicely. It's really
0: nice. Um, Any other pieces? Um, I mean, I've got quite a
1: variety on. I have got some bracelets on today. I'd say bracelets are my lesser worn pieces, but I've got um, this crystal bracelet on, which is a Choose Love uh, charity bracelet um, collaboration, which think was from t balance who do a lot of mm. crystal um bracelets but this is rose quartz if i'm not mistaken which yeah. and i mean as i said i don't know a lot about crystals with that kind of thing but i know that that is love related mm-hmm, it is um and yeah choose love the charity is all about um yeah as a refugee charity and kind of humanitarian aid and kind of showing showing love
0: to people in that kind of way so i think do that's quite a nice job. job. and that was when you were working In the shop, did you say, last year? Yeah, I got this one,
1: yeah, on the day I went, um, I did a couple of days, uh, a couple of sessions, I think, last year, actually. But yeah, their um, Choose Love shop is open again this Christmas on, I think it's just around the corner from Carnaby Street this Mm. year. And yeah, you basically go in, and they have a lot of physical items that you can look at. But you pay for and kind of buy those items, and you don't take anything away with you. You buy those things to be donated directly to people when and where they need them yeah. Um, and it's it's really lovely and they've got if you are doing Christmas shopping they've got all sorts of you know gift cards and gifts you know messages that you can say I donated this on your behalf and you know you have paid for a child's education while they're in a refugee camp or Mm -hmm. you've paid for a sleeping
0: bag yeah exactly like warm like coats water. over
1: the winter and all that kind yeah. of thing so yeah they are um that shop's open right up till christmas so amazing if that's uh yeah would definitely recommend i'll be doing some christmas shopping there this year
0: and probably working the tills again for yeah, a bit so okay. so we'll find Gemma down there we'll come and see you come find me amazing thank you Gemma. your significant pieces I love thank them. you my favorite one I don't know, actually.
1: Hmm.
0: I think it's got to be Claude. It's got to be Claude. is the thing. Quite a variety in that list, but Claude's got a good little personality. He's got some character. He's (laughs) got some character. Um, You're an ambassador for MQ, which are a mental health research organisation. How did that come about? How long have you been an ambassador for them? I think I've only officially been an ambassador for them since, I want to say, last year. But Mm -hmm. I've
1: kind of worked with them or donated to them on and off for quite some time. Um, Mental health is something that I talk about quite a lot in Mm. various kind of like guises whether that is on the podcast or just through my own kind of experience Mm. um so when I've done different projects before like sunglasses for example I always try and add an element in there where we're kind of making donations to a charity and they are just a charity that I really love and kind of I really love the work that they do Mm. there are a lot of different mental health charities all who do amazing things but the thing that speaks to me about mq is that they are a research-based charity Mm -hmm. so while there is obviously a great need for kind of support and resources in that kind of way that a lot of other charities do a brilliant job at Mm. i like the fact that they do research because it kind of does i've got like a wee bit of a scientific background um, and have always been interested in it. But Mm. I am really one of those people who likes to understand why things happen. Mm -hmm. And when I've had, um, you know, various various things occurring in my own mental health, Mm. I do always wish that there was a bit more, you know, of that understanding. And I wish I knew more about why and kind Mm -hmm. of how my brain works and how other people's brains work and all Mm. the rest of it. So, and yeah, they do really great work in actually trying to figure out the whys and the hows mm. of how things happen. And also just doing research that lets us know more about what kind of support is actually the most kind of data backed beneficial for mm-hmm. different people. Um, so it means that the other different resources are being used in the best way possible. And we mm-hmm. all know that they're you know
0: stretched quite thin on mental health resources. Yeah, so sure. yeah, I really like the work that they do. Amazing. And I know you mentioned that you talk about mental health quite a lot. Can you think of, and obviously you have quite a few conversations with different people on your podcast, can Mm. you think of um, what's the best piece of advice, or maybe there's one of the best pieces of advice that maybe you've been given? Um, I think in terms of advice, I find it quite difficult to kind of boil it down to one Mm. thing in the sort
1: of mental health arena, because I think we are all very different, and Mm. what other people need in terms of their own mental health, like we're we're just not all the same to follow the same advice. Um, I think a kind of learning, I guess, is not trying to battle against your own mental health so much. I mm. think, it, and I've definitely had a tendency to do this where you can sort of feel that things are going a certain way. Mm-hmm. I think denying it and trying to be like, no, it's fine. I, c- I can get through this. This isn't going to happen. This will just push it away and not think about it and it'll all be fine. Rarely tends to work so yeah. i think not not fighting against it sometimes which sometimes just means you just have to have a bit of a blanket on the safer day mm. if you have that option available to you mm. um but yeah also just yeah trying to work with your brain rather than punishing yourself for feeling bad because i think eventually you'll get to the point where you can't keep doing that and mm. you have to do something about it and do something for yourself rather than like it's a punishment yeah so if you can kind of just try and get past that stage as quickly as possible mm. like these things just there are so many different reasons and mm. different medical conditions and all of these things that feed into different mental health issues mm. but it's never your fault so mm. that as quick as as quick as you can get past the point of being like well why am i like this and why is this happening mm. you don't know all the time so if you can
0: yeah beat yourself up as little as possible as hard as that can be sometimes that's what what I would tend to tell people that's good yeah so true actually listening to it rather than just like trying to override override what your brain is trying to tell you like oh I can handle this I can handle this yeah exactly
1: or you know it, it depends what it is it's like depression for example which I've got quite a history of it's one of those things where it also tends to be that voice in your head that says well you know you shouldn't be struggling with this or like why do you Mm. think you deserve this or Mm. just a real negative thing Mm. but it also it can strike anyone at different times Mm. and it I think it's one of those things where you can sit there and be like but this part of my life's really good and this is good and like I've got this amount of privilege and I shouldn't be feeling like this and there are other people who are so much worse off and it just doesn't really work like that unfortunately or you know not unfortunately it just doesn't
0: work work like that yeah take a step back And breathe Mm -hmm. is a good one. Um, Okay, so I can imagine that every day is different for you. Mm -hmm. Talk me through your routine. Are you quite a stickler for a routine? And in your routine, where does jewellery come into it? Well, I wouldn't say I'm a stickler for a routine.
1: But I think I've just got very few... Things that tend to be the same, which and it's basically just getting out of bed, to be honest. So usually, it's a good start. Yeah, I, my <laughs> my waking up in the morning routine, and this is not a good one, but I do tend to reach straight for my phone. Yeah, don't we all? But what I will say is, now I tend not to go straight on social media in the mornings. Yeah. But I am really addicted to the New York Times crossword. I thought you were going to say something like that. <laughs> so that's what I tend to try and start doing first that's thing good. in the morning. That's good. Yeah, the and brain got going. All, Yeah, like little word games and stuff on that. So yeah. it's good. I try and do that rather than going straight on social media. So I do a bit of that in bed. I'm definitely not all alarm goes off, feet on the floor kind of person.
0: I like to be in bed for a little bit awake. <laughs> and then, yeah. And does jewellery is a part of it every day? Or do you have some days where you just go, do you know what, I'm not going out anywhere, so I'm not going to bother putting anything on?
1: I feel like... I mean like as you were saying jewelry is kind of armor I don't really wear jewelry in the house very much that's interesting yeah so I, unless it's like I've got little huggy earrings on that you don't have to take off yeah so like they might be Video in, might be in for quite a long time sort of thing <laughs> yeah which is it's an easy one yeah but yeah if I'm leaving the house it tends to be jewelry will be like the last thing I put on before I leave the house and then I feel like I'm going out the door and I'm sort of set and ready for the yeah. day. Or even, you know, if I'm recording a podcast at home in my living room, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a bit of a gesticulator anyway, so I will, yeah, tend to put some jewellery on then. Mm. But I think it does take me from kind of at home on my own to being out and talking yeah. to people and um,
0: working kind of mode. Nice. Love that. Um, okay, Christmas is fast approaching. Don't remind me. I know. Have you done any Christmas shopping? no no but saying that by the time this goes out hopefully yeah hopefully you've completed it yeah that would be nice wouldn't it won't be the case um what is on your Christmas wish list non-daisy or daisy Mm, jewelry wise I am actually
1: I'm in the market for kind of I mean I know I just said I'm wearing like little like Mm -hmm. huggy gold hoops but I'm I'm looking for some slightly bigger ones I think not massive ones but slightly bigger ones okay. would be on the wish list for me. Some MIDI hoops.
0: Yes. I have just the things that I can send you some MIDI hoops. Oh, thank you so much. I'll send much. you plenty of MIDI hoops. Oh well I'm glad I came now, thank you. Um <laughs> and anything non daisy. I dunno. Don't, don't really feel like
1: there's much that I need at the moment. I've always got like a good second hand wish list going on. Have so you? maybe yeah, I feel like um I'll probably just end up like end up saying to people uh can I just send you a link for
0: this thing that I want yeah fine I always find it's after Christmas when I'm like damn it I should have asked for that I Mm -hmm. needed that I needed that I needed that or money towards that yeah we definitely get
1: to this time of year and it's me and so my boyfriend's end of November birthday I'm beginning of December and then it's Christmas so Mm. yeah once it gets to gets into this like latter part of the year Like, don't buy anything for yourself. Like, don't buy anything. Just tell me. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
0: Definitely. Okay. We are going to end on some incredibly intense quick fire questions. Oh good God. Okay. But before we do, Gemma is going to have chosen twelve pieces to be in a shoppable edit, which you can get twenty percent off. And what should the code be, Gemma? Pick a code. Well, let's go really creative with Gemma twenty. Wow, <laughs> you wouldn't have guessed that. You were... <laughs> Easy I'll to remember. I remember it then. There you go. <laughs> Fine. So on Gemma's shoppable edit, you can get twenty percent off the twelve pieces, which will probably include the T- SAT bar. Yeah. Probably the pearl necklace. Probably up. Yeah. Uh, probably this ring that you're eyeing up, off there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I quite at like that. Yeah that might also go on my Christmas Christmas wish list list. and maybe some midi hoops yeah there you go we'll build those out Um, okay so quick fire questions for you okay silver or gold gold it
1: used to be silver did used to be silver yeah I mean I can't claim credit for that really I feel like that's just where trends have gone in recent years
0: yeah I think we all I think we all wear as well Um, huggies or hoops huggies chunky or delicate mixture of both good answer clothes or jewellery Clothes? Oh, wrong podcast.
1: Well, I don't know. To be fair, maybe I just imagined that as in you can only wear one or the other and I'd definitely
0: rather be wearing clothes. <laughs> That's true. Um, one piece you'd save in a fire? Um, my great-grandma's stuff. Nice. And I'll never leave the house without? My
1: phone. Boring but true.
0: It's the answer every time. Yep. Do you know what? You mentioned something earlier on. Oh, the ring. I thought you might at least say the ring that you can't ever leave the house without. Well I know, but But it's really the phone, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it really is, if I'm yeah. being honest. Yeah.
1: Which we all should be.
0: <laughs> no one likes to lie. <laughs> exactly.
1: I could lie to you, but I won't. It's my phone.
0: <laughs> Quickly, before we go, what have you got coming up?
1: Good influence season four. Yes. The podcast. Yeah, is um is the latest. So yeah, if you wanna very gently learn about some nice different issues from a lot of lovely good influence charming experts then yeah come on over podcast fans we'd love to have you
0: after listening to homegrown daisy of course <laughs> amazing Jim it's been so nice having you thank you for joining us and we will speak again very soon thank you so much Thank you so much for listening to Homegrown Daisy. I hope you've been inspired to start telling your own story with your jewellery and build on your Daisy collection. If you'd like to keep up to date you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram and TikTok or join our mailing list for the latest offers and news. If you enjoyed this podcast we'd love you to leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts and help build our Daisy chain. Join us next time for another episode of Homegrown Daisy.